Blog Talk Radio. Take a licking. <laughs> there is someone waiting who will hurry up and rescue you. Just call for super chicken. Welcome to the Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer Radio Show, brought to you by Tractor Supply, where we give away more chicken coops and chicken-related prizes than anyone else on the planet. We are often imitated, but never duplicated. My name is Andy Schneider, but most know me as the Chicken Whisperer, author of The Chicken Whisperer's Guide to Keeping Chickens, national spokesperson for the USDA Biosecurity for Birds program, and editor-in-chief of Chicken Whisperer magazine. Today is Tuesday, June 3rd, and I'd like to thank all of you for tuning in this afternoon on Blog Talk Radio. This is a live radio show that is broadcast around the world. This radio show is all about keeping backyard poultry, show poultry, and living a self-sufficient lifestyle. Each week, I welcome experts in their field to share their knowledge about different topics, including backyard poultry, show poultry, heritage poultry, gardening, cooking, and living a self-sufficient lifestyle. Be sure to visit our website, chickenwhisperer.com, where you can follow us on Twitter, become a fan on Facebook, and sign up for the free digital edition of Chicken Whisperer magazine. Once again, I would like to thank all of you for tuning in to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Tractor Supply. Hey, it's the Chicken Whisperer here, and I would like to take a moment to tell you all about the great chicken coops over at Woodtex Products. Woodtex Products manufactures, sells, and delivers chicken coops nationwide. They have been in the building business for over 31 years, so they know their stuff. Their chicken coops are built to last and withstand any type of weather. They're portable, durable, stylish, and come in many different sizes. Their chicken coops can be purchased fully assembled or as kits. Check out Woodtex products online at www.woodtex.com and see for yourself what all the clucking is about. Order a chicken coop in April or May and receive $175 in upgrades for free. Remember, that's www.woodtex.com. When you need an incubator, think Brency, the incubation specialist. Brency has been a world-leading manufacturer of incubators for over 30 years. Incubators from 7 to 380 eggs with high-quality electronic and digital controls, including precise humidity control and programmable egg turning, all at surprisingly affordable prices. Visit them online at Brency.com. Brency spelled B-R-I-N-S-E-A. That's Brency.com or call one 
1-800-273-7009. Enter the coupon code WHISPER at checkout and save 10% on their incubators, brooders, egg candlers, and other incubation accessories. When you need an incubator, think Brency, technology you can trust. You've just entered a dimension of dirty water, a dimension of poop-filled water, a dimension of stagnant water. You've crossed into the dirty waterer zone. But up ahead is your signpost to cleaner water, the Bright Tap Chicken Waterer. The Bright Tap Waterer is fully covered. Chickens drink from special valves, so dirt and droppings can't get into the water. Chickens get sparkling clean water. You get less work. No poop-filled water pans for you to touch or wash out. Bright Tap, clean water made simple. Visit chickenwaterer.com to learn more. That's chickenwaterer.com. Hi, I'm country music artist Nathan Osmond, and you're listening to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. And the mighty bird against prejudice continues his fight for law and order. So when you hear that cry in the sky... You'll know it's Super Chicken. Alrighty, thank you very much for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry. With the Chicken Whisperer, it is Tuesday, June third. Glad you could uh, glad you could join us. Let me send a quick shout out, shout out to all those folks that are tuning in today. We've got the over the road truck drivers. Yeah, I appreciate your emails. I know you can listen uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week to the archive. We hope you keep it safe, keep the rubber on the road, and uh, get that get that freight there delivered safely. All the homeschoolers that tune into the show, thank you very much. I know it's summer, but some of you actually go to homeschool year-round and uh, utilize the show as some of your daily curriculum. So thank you very much for tuning in. All the live listeners that tune into the show, thank you very much. And, of course, all the archive listeners, thank you very much for tuning in 24 hours a day, seven days a week for free on iTunes.com, Podcast.com, Zoom.com, and, of course, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Com. Hope you're enjoying your summer. I guess if you have kids, they are uh, by now all out of school, and I hope you have uh, some great vacations planned and, and uh, get them to work there on the homestead, uh, taking care of, uh, of the chickens and the farm and mowing the grass and all that kind of stuff. I guess they may do that year-round anyway, but uh, we hope now that they're out for the summer they can help around the house uh, a little bit more and uh, let's just say earn their keep a little bit. So you got to love it. So thank you very much for tuning in today. It is Tuesday. Uh, I just got off the phone with poultry scientist and professor, Dr. Bridget McRae, Ph.D. She's going to be joining us this Thursday uh, for a poultry today with Dr. McRae. So we'll have that lined up this Thursday, also at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We can look forward to that. Yesterday we had Peter Brown, also known as the Chicken Doctor, on. We were talking about eggshell quality yesterday. Uh, it'd be a good idea. You could listen to that if you've got some issues with eggshell, or maybe you're just getting started with your backyard flock and, and uh, want to know a little bit more of when those girls start laying um, and uh, we talked a little bit about it, everything, and, and it can be a simple solution, but it can be a little bit more, um, I don't want to say problematic, but you may have to start trying to uh, hunt down maybe the cause of some soft shells or uh, no-shelled eggs, and uh, we talked about all kinds of things to expect when the girls start laying the different sizes of eggs and, and what could be the culprit if you consistently get soft shells, so that would be a great show. And again, we're coming up on our 1,000th episode and uh, 
all of the episodes are archived for your listening pleasure. So if any time uh, you tune in late, tune in halfway through the show, and like what you're hearing and want to tune in to the entire show, no worries. Again, they are all archived for your listening pleasure. So I hope you can tune in daily, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Blog Talk Radio. We have a special guest today. We're talking all about chicken coops today, and I've got a representative from Woodtex Products, uh, Travis uh, Beachy. He's going to be here joining us, talking about their awesome chicken coops and their products. And they build just about anything you'd ever want, from storage sheds to garages to, to barns, uh, outdoor barns, backyard barns, uh, auto garages, uh, I think uh, horse barns. And they've gotten into chicken coops as well. We're going to talk, them, uh, talk to them about their different products and, and what sets Woodtech products uh, aside uh, from the rest of the pack. I know that uh, regarding all kinds of topics, there's, there's uh, a lot of people are getting into the backyard chicken business. Well, I know just a decade ago, there, there were hardly any books about it, hardly any magazines, uh, hardly any um, uh, uh, blogs and forums and things like that. Now they, they're coming along about, you know, seems to be a, a dime a dozen, and, and uh, it is a hot topic. It is a hot hobby right now. And so you're starting to see more folks enter, enter, to enter into the business, which is good. I think it, it, it drums up some, some competition there. It makes people kind of watch their P's and Q's, and, and it makes people be creative. What can I do that's a little bit different? What can I do uh, to set our groups apart a little bit from, uh, from everybody else? So it's, uh, I, think, I think it's a, a good thing. So we're going to talk about that. Let's, I wanted to talk about first um, just chicken coops in general. And uh, just to give some of our, our newbie listeners out there some general information about really what needs to be incorporated in, in a chicken coop. And, and the first thing that comes to mind when we talk about this, that when we share with the folks taking our classes, is that, you know, the chicken coop is the last uh, level of defense for your chickens regarding predators. And, um, you know, a lot of people, and you'll see a lot of uh, sites say predator-proof and um you know, I just don't. It's kind of like uh, watch waterproof. They got away from saying waterproof. They'll say water resistant uh, up to a certain depth, or, or water repellent, or water resistant versus waterproof. Because what does proof really mean? I mean, does this mean that absolutely no predator on the planet is going to be able to access it and get to your chickens? When we know that uh, even even uh, rats and and mice uh, have big teeth and they can chew through wood like it's nothing and create a hole and crawl right in. So could that be a predator? Mm, possibly. Uh, an annoyance, a risk to the health of your flock, absolutely. So uh, what, what really means predator-proof? So we like to say predator resistance because that coop is the last um, uh, level of protection for your beautiful backyard flock. Okay, so, so predator-proof, or as predator-proof as you can get that. And that would mean any openings, uh, make sure you have the hardware cloth uh, installed behind the windows or, or behind any vents to, to prevent um, predators from accessing the coop. Making sure the latches are, are really quite difficult to latch and unlatch because we all know that um, raccoons are, are very smart. <laughs> they've got thumbs, they've got fingers, and they can access a lot of different types of uh, uh, security measures. So uh, you got to be, you got to watch those latches and make sure they have the capability of either locking or using kind of a, a carabiner type thing or something that you can put through the hole to to lock it or latch it that you can use. But the raccoon may not be able to figure out. He has to do two things at once simultaneously to to open that coop. So. Predator proof is, is, a, uh, is a big start there. Um, another thing we want our coop to be uh, is uh, we want it to have good ventilation. 
okay, uh, and not drafts, then there's a difference there. Uh, we want them to have good air exchange, good ventilation. Uh, so there needs to be some vents and some windows we can open up, especially in the summertime. But ventilation is equally as important in the wintertime, folks. Um, and uh, but but no drafts. So so a way to identify drafts would be uh, after the evening hours roll around and your chickens go to roost. They put themselves up. They head into the coop. They fly up on the roost. Uh, go in there after your chickens are up on the roost and and look to see if their feathers are moving while they're on the roost. If they are, you've got a draft. And we definitely don't want a draft right there across the roost where they're sleeping at night. It gets cool at night. Even in, in some of the summer times, we'll have a cool front come through. Even here in the south, it'll be quite cool with that cold air consistently blowing on the chickens while they're on the roost, not a good idea, not good for their health. So you want to try to find out where that draft is coming from and, uh, and, and, and fix that problem. So good ventilation is key, but no drafts. Even in the winter, the last thing you want to do in the winter is wrap that coop up airtight uh, thinking you're helping your chickens, but chickens themselves produce, produce a lot of heat. Uh, that will increase the humidity inside the coop, which will actually increase the chance of frostbitten combs and wattles versus having some good ventilation uh, in your coop even in the winter time. So ventilation is key, but no drafts. Let's talk about the roost. So many people just underestimate the roost. They think, ah, oh, it's just a roosting pole that they stand on. You know, it doesn't have to be anything fancy, I don't, you know, just, just as long as it's there. Uh, but that's not the case. The roost is very, very, very important. If you think about how many hours your chickens are actually on the roost from the time the sun starts to set and they go to roost, to the time that they wake up and they come out uh, from the time you lock the coop door to the time you open up the coop door in the morning. So, so they, you know, it could be 8, 10, maybe 12 hours of their day. They may be on that roost. So, so never underestimate and discount the value of that roost. Now, uh, the material that most roosts are made of are, are out of wood. Um, we do not want a metal roost because that will be cold to their feet in the winter. It will not be comfortable. And, of course, can equally be as hot in the summertime. Wood is probably the most uh, popular material made for the roost. Some people will go out and just buy a wooden dowel. Some people will cut down a 2 by 4 or shape a 2 by 4 um, And um, some people will actually um, uh, go out into the woods. They'll take a little nature hike into their backyard if they have a, a nature area. And, and they want to be very uh, creative and artsy. And they'll, they'll find a, a long limb that will meet their needs. Um, and, and put it in their coop, and all that's all that all those decisions are fine. But regardless of what you use, whether you cut down a two by four, buy a wooden dowel that's already kind of shaped and deformed, it's very very important to make sure that um, it is free from any splinters, any cracks, and or frays, anything that can damage the chicken's feet. That is key. We want the diameter of the roost to be somewhere between two and a half and three inches. That seems to be the, the most appropriate size for the comfort of the chickens. Again, they're on there for many hours at a time uh, in the wintertime and summer. They'll sit down onto their feet to keep them warm, up under their chest, under the feathers. Um, and so uh, it kind of spreads out their, their foot a little bit. But that tends to be the, uh, what scientists say is the, probably the most comfort level size, two and a half to three inches in diameter. So uh, very important with that roost, don't discount that because your birds are on that roost many hours at a time. Uh, let's talk a little bit about bedding for the coop. Bedding is very important as well. Uh, some people may have a wire floor, they may have a concrete floor, and they may just have actually a, a wood floor. 
So uh, bedding uh, there is very important. You want a bedding to be absorbent, okay? And you want it to be somewhat soft because when these chickens are, you know, 8, 10, 12-pound chickens, and even higher than that if they're a large rooster or a hen, average 8, 10, 12 pounds, when they're flying off the roost, and some of these roost folks can be 3, 4, 5, even 6 feet in the air, okay? When they're flying down, I understand they can use their wings to help cushion their fall, but so many times on this podcast and out in the real world when I'm traveling the country, uh, uh, especially on the podcast when we have people call in, um, we have seen a uh, lack of good bedding uh, be the cause of foot and leg injuries, whether it be strains or sprains or breaks or joint issues or dislocations, all these issues uh, because there's not enough bedding when they're actually jumping off the roost and landing on that hard coop floor, whether it be concrete or wire or wood. <clears throat> so that is very very important for, for you to consider. The most popular uh, bedding for the coop is probably going to be the pine shavings because it is absorbent. Uh, you can put four, five, six inches of pine shavings there on the coop floor, and that's going to create a softer landing for your chickens. <clears throat> Uh, we we talk about this in our classes. If you already, I wouldn't go out and specifically buy hay or straw for bedding in your coop, but if you already have uh, on your farm, on your homestead, access to that, um, uh, you may choose to use hay or straw. The problem with straw is that it is hollow. And, and when you look in a coop, sometimes there are people who put waterers in their coop, feeders inside their coop, so you've got water You've got feed. It may be hot, so now you've got a heat source because of the sun coming and blaring down onto the, the, the coop in the summertime. And uh, all that can create some bacteria and moisture, obviously, which can increase the chance of disease. And because straw is hollow and straw-like, um, sometimes moisture and can build up inside that straw uh, and bacteria can grow inside that straw. So uh, I tell folks, if you already have a source for it there at your homestead, you don't not going out and buying it specifically or purchasing it, and you want to try to use it, just you may have to clean a little bit more, change out the straw and the hay a little bit more than you would, say, the pine shavings, um, if you choose to, to, to use that. So, uh, But still probably not our first choice, pine shavings. Um, Kiln-dried pine shavings will probably be your best and most popular choice that is, that is actually out there. Um, one um, uh, bedding that I've never heard any expert recommend would be sand, uh, and I've asked plenty of them anytime they're on the podcast, anytime I'm out doing uh, any type of event. We just did a national webinar with both the CDC uh, and the USDA, and we had a USDA uh, uh, vet on, and we were talking about uh, keeping your flock healthy and safe, and we talked about that, and she said I would definitely not recommend sand for use bedding in your coop. Out on the run, okay, out taking dust bath, that's okay, but not in the coop itself. It is not absorbent. Um, we've heard some experts claim that there may be an increase of coccidiosis disease by using sand. And, of course, it's not going to be absorbent. It's not going to be soft. When they jump three and four feet off of that roost onto that hard floor of that coop uh, and they land on hard little pebbles, sand, uh, again, there may be an increased chance of injury there. Another issue with sand, uh, using bedding on sand, is that, and, and we didn't talk about this when we talked about the roost, but this is very important too. Uh, next time you're near sand, whether you're at the beach or in your backyard or at the park or a sandbox or whatever, it doesn't matter what kind of sand it is, go and grab a handful of that sand and then look around and walk over to the nearest tree, grab a tree limb, low-hanging tree limb, squeeze it with all your might, and twist your hand on it. And tell me how it feels. 
it's probably not going to feel very good. It's probably going to uh, kind of uh, uh, chafe your, your hand, take some skin off. It's not going to feel comfortable. It may cut you, the little sharp sand uh, pebbles and whatnot. It's not going to feel very good to you, right? Of course not. So if you're using sand as bedding, the last thing your chickens are standing on and in is sand before they fly up to the coop. Again, like I said, with them flying off the coop, these chickens are 8, 10, and 12 pounds. They stand in sand, then they fly up to the roost. They are grabbing that roost with all of their might, with all of their force, with their feet that's coated in sand. And their feet are twisting on that roost as they grab it as they're flying up, grabbing it with all their all their might as tight as they can and twisting their hand on it. Maybe an increased chance of bumblefoot because of that. So uh, sand is not an approved bedding for any coop. Uh, and um, any chicken coop, and I've yet to meet any avian vet, certified avian vet, chicken vet, um, uh, anybody that, that recommends sand. In fact, they discourage that. So, uh, so keep that in mind regarding the bedding. Let's talk about the nesting boxes a little bit. Okay, if you're building your nesting box, if you're building your coop, about 12 inches square, uh, and that pretty much goes for any type of uh, breed that you're looking for, 12 inches square. Let's talk about the bedding inside that nesting box. Okay, still. Uh, a lot of people will recommend using pine shavings for that, and that's fine. I've used that before. But if you're using pine shavings in your nesting box, even if you have a wooden lip there, uh, you will probably be replacing those pine shavings in the nesting boxes quite frequently because they like to get up there and try to make a bed uh, or a nest, if you will. And they'll uh, flap their feathers, and some fly out. They'll kick their feet. Some will fly out. So you may find yourself on a regular basis adding more of the shavings into your, into your um, nesting box, which is fine. Again, if you already have a supply of, of uh, hay or straw, that's fine. Just know that, like we talked about earlier, straw can be hollow and, and increase the chance of bacteria growing and diseases. It gets moist and whatnot. What I prefer to use in my nesting boxes is a nesting box pad. Uh, to give you an example, if you're not familiar with them, you can buy them online. It's kind of like a square piece of artificial turf, and some of, the, some of them look like artificial turf. It looks like a, a big green piece of artificial turf, uh, maybe a little bit longer regarding the uh, needles, if you will, of that, and uh, a little bit more coarse. You can see some nesting box pads that look more like a woven, a woven um, um, uh, straw or something like that. Um, I prefer, a, uh, again, a very scratchy, um, piece of artificial turf type of nesting uh, box pad. And here's the theory from a lot of experts we've had on the show. Okay, A nesting box is not a place for your hens to go and have a siesta and hang out and talk with the ladies and get her nails done and read Fifty Shades of Grey and take a little siesta and take a nap. No, it is not. It is a place for her to lay her egg and get the heck out. The longer that she spends in there, the messier your, your nesting box is going to be. You definitely don't want your hens sleeping in the nesting box. You don't want them pooping in the nesting box. That's just more work for you, more poop on the eggs, more chance of poop getting on the outside of the egg. Uh, there, nothing can come good of having the hen stay longer in the nesting box than it takes for her to lay her egg and get the heck out and go take her desk bath outside, go walk around, go whatever. Um, so by having something that's a little uncomfortable for the hen, she's going to get up there, she's going to do her business, lay her egg, and then get out because it's not comfortable. Um, and so I like the nesting box pads for, the, for that reason alone. Uh, but they're easy to clean out. You can take them out, shake them out, hose them off, disinfect them, put them back in and you're done. I'm not having to re-add shavings, for example, over and over and over again, and they're a little bit more sanitary. You can clean them out real good. So, so I like those. Um, another thing 
that, um, and we'll talk to, to Travis about this, um, I don't know of any coop manufacturer right now, unless it's maybe custom requested, um, to, to add in a, um, a roll-away nesting box. Uh, and this can prevent some problems down the road. Not everybody has the problems that that would uh, cure, but uh, I like roll-away nesting boxes. Again, what it does is the bottom of the nest box is tilted at an angle, and when the hen lays her egg, the egg rolls away into a little trap area that she can no longer access her eggs. Now, how can that be beneficial? Well, uh, it can eliminate an egg-eating problem with a hen. Now, I wouldn't say egg-eating problems or an egg-eating habit is a taught behavior. You know, that hen's not going to say, hey, come here, Jules, come check this out. But as other hens see her lay an egg, peck at it, open it, crack it, eat it, it will be a learned behavior, but not necessarily a taught behavior. And if you have one hen that has an egg-eating problem, you may end up having many hens that have an egg-eating problem, and it is not a fun problem to have. Most all the poultry experts we've ever had on this radio show uh, state that if you have an egg-eating hen, uh, the solution for that is a stew pot. Okay, um, Don't just give it away because it's it's eating your eggs because now it's somebody else's problem to deal with. Okay, um, You've got an egg-eating hen. That is not a good thing to have. Roll-away nesting boxes pre- prevents that from, from happening because they no longer have access to the eggs. Once they lay them, they just roll into that little trap area. You can still collect them. They don't have access to them. Also, if you happen to go on vacation for a few days, can't find anybody to collect the eggs, you've got plenty of water for them, plenty of feed for them. They're self-contained, no problem. Um, And uh, you've got the automatic coop door, the whole nine yards, uh, but you just can't find anybody to come gather the eggs. Well, if they lay for three or four or five days while you're on vacation in the nest box, as they jump into the next nest box to lay their daily egg, then there's an increase of those eggs breaking as they sit on them, as they walk around, as they try to get comfortable to lay the other egg. So then the egg breaks. Now you have an egg-eating problem because when the egg breaks, the hen's going to eat it and say, hey, this is cool and tastes good and this is nutritious, and then she's, she may start an egg-eating habit that way. So uh, it, it can solve that problem. If you go happen to go on vacation, you don't have anybody to collect the eggs. It can prevent them from, uh, from gathering eggs, gathering up there because you're on vacation, can't collect them, and then the egg-eating problem may start because they break an egg. So uh, so, so keep that in mind. But I don't know of a coop company out there that's really uh, has implemented a, a roll-away nesting box for, for the hobbyist. And uh, it's one thing if I was going to order a coop, I would definitely try to have uh, implemented uh, because it could just solve problems down the road. So you want to keep that, keep that in mind uh, as well. So, you know, we've got predator-proof. We talked about the roost. We talked about the nesting box. We talked about the bedding. We talked about what bedding not to use. Um, and uh, it's just uh, a lot of things can be incorporated. It's more than just going into uh, uh, the store. And I like this one. Let's buy this one because I like the way it looks. Um, you know, coops range anywhere from 199 bucks all the way up to several thousand. Uh, I know that uh, Neiman Marcus had uh, a $100,000 chicken coop a couple of years ago in their Chicken Dream and their, their Christmas Dream catalog. Um, and I know that, for example, Williams-Sonoma uh, carries very high prices. So you can get them from $199, your, maybe a local big box store, all the way up to $100,000, anywhere in between. Uh, and a lot of people will go and buy the, the, the $199 to $350 to $400 coupe just to try it out. They want to, may not want to have that big investment. And then guess what? They're like, hey, I like this hobby. After a year, after two years, they go and they, they pick out the coupe they want. They customize it, same color as their house. They get, they get some um, additions on that they want, maybe for convenience, maybe for safety, maybe for the comfort of their hands, the whole nine yards. And they'll spend two, three, four thousand dollars 4000 Now, you know, sometimes when I post pictures of coupes on, on my Facebook page, 
and uh, I'll say, hey, you know, check out this big, beautiful coupe, and it's you know $3,500. I'll always have some body that'll turn up their nose at that uh, because that's just what you know. But but let me tell you, for those folks that turn up their nose at that $3,500 coupe, there are a lot of people buying those. I guarantee you, they would. We wouldn't have companies out there that were making them if they weren't selling them. It's just like chicken toys. Uh, these companies would not be investing a lot of money making chicken toys and chicken treats if there were not people buying them. Uh, same goes with the chicken swing that is out there. Custom-made, wonderful foul play, foul play products is, is manufacturing this, um, and uh, and people may occasionally balk at the price. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but, but, hey, it wouldn't be there. It wouldn't be for sale if people weren't buying them. So maybe you have the skill to make your own. Maybe you have the tools to make your own, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people want that instant gratification in their backyard. A lot of people can mow their own grass, but they don't. They pay 200 a month for a lawn service. So, so it's just it is what it is, and uh, but there there are a lot of coops out there between uh, fourteen, thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars, and and thirty five hundred dollars, and they are selling a lot of them, shipping them all across the country. But uh, but think about your coop. It's more than just oh that looks pretty. Uh, there's a lot of things that go involved from predator proof, and don't discount that roost at all. Very 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 important when we talk about that. So um, uh, it's a very important decision, uh, keeping your flock safe. And, uh, and, and again, the amount of time, and at least in the evening, that your chickens are inside the coop. So uh, keep this in mind when you're shopping around for a coop. And when we come back after this break, we've got Travis Beachy uh, with Woodtech Products. He's going to be sharing uh, uh, information about their coops, how you can order their coops, what kind of coops they have available, maybe some new coops that are developing right now, how they got into the coop business, and the, uh, and the whole nine yards. So uh, you want to stay with us because we're going to learn all about some really nice and awesome coops when we return after this short break. Stay with us, folks. Cackle Hatchery is a third-generation, family-owned and operated hatchery. They offer over 193 varieties of poultry shipped directly from their facility in Missouri. It's their mission to enhance your life by providing you with quality poultry for showing, meat, enjoyment, eggs, and pets. They specialize in hatching purebred poultry and shipping day-old chicks right to your local post office since 1936. 4-H and FFA Youth Poultry Clubs get a 10% discount. Check out their website, CackleHatchery.com, for posted weekly specials and discounts. That's CackleHatchery.com. Established in 1957, GQF has become the name to trust when it comes to quality products and superior customer service. GQF offers a wide range of poultry products, including incubators, brooders, feeders, waters, and much, much more. Give them a call at 912-236-0651 or visit them online at gqfradio.com. That's gqfradio.com. Introducing the Chicken Fountain, a new way to water your flock. The Chicken Fountain will change your life and keep your chickens healthier by providing clean, fresh water every time. No more daily cleaning of dirty chicken waterers. This semi-sealed system keeps every drop of water fresh and clean. Proudly made in the USA, the Chicken Fountain will provide your flock with fresh, clean water for years to come. To order your Chicken Fountain, visit ChickenFountain.com. 
That's chickenfountain.com. Do you provide a heat source for your backyard chickens in the winter? In most cases, it's not necessary. But if you choose to provide a heat source for your backyard chickens, it's imperative to use a safe and effective heat source, and the only one I recommend is the Sweeter Heater. The Sweeter Heater is a safe, completely sealed, washable, non-breakable, energy-efficient, long-lasting and reliable specific area heater that comes with a three-year warranty. Ditch the dangerous heat lamp this season and invest in the only heater I recommend, the Sweeter Heater. Purchase the Sweeter Heater online at SweeterHeater.com. That's SweeterHeater.com. Ideal Poultry has been a family-owned and operated business since 1937. Their business is built on customer service and quality poultry. From rare white and brown egg layers to broilers, ducks, turkeys, and bantams, Ideal Poultry is the largest supplier of backyard poultry in the United States, shipping close to 5 million chicks annually. Visit them online at IdealPoultry.com. That's IdealPoultry.com. Hey, it's the Chicken Whisperer here to tell you that if you have backyard poultry, nothing is more important than making sure your feathered friends are safe from infectious poultry diseases. Learn the simple steps to keep your birds healthy by visiting this website, healthybirds.aphis.usda.gov. That's healthybirds.aphis.usda.gov. A message from the USDA. Actually, in reality, I am... Super Chicken! How would you like a punch in the beak? All right, thank you very much for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. I'm going to head over here to the switchboard. Travis Beachy with Wood Tex Products. He's going to tell us a little bit about uh, their, their chicken coops. Travis, welcome to the show. Hey, Andy, it's great to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Let's go ahead and give him a big round of Chicken Whisper applause. All righty. Thanks for taking time out of your, uh, your busy day. And, uh, Travis, I believe that we met when I was on my Chicken Whisper tour coming through Texas. I know I believe you're the general manager there of the uh, the Texas branch of Woodtex Products, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, it was uh, it was very nice to meet you. And we were on tour. You came out to the local tractor supply and uh, – Shook my hand. I know you bought a couple of autograph books to uh, to give away on your Facebook page, and uh, we do appreciate that. But it was nice to meet you. I appreciate you taking the extra effort to come on out. Yeah, you bet, Andy. It was an honor meeting you. It was really, uh, it was really neat. We had a good time. So, uh, so tell us. Uh, we, we, oh, we've got. We want to hear about your uh, your, your company, and uh, I know y'all got locations really all over the country. Which I'm just right off the top of my head um, uh, going to guess that uh, if somebody is interested in a particular coop, that if they order from the uh, the um, I guess the store that's closest to them could save them on some shipping costs instead of maybe having one location and then maybe having to ship across the country. There may be a location of Woodtex uh, closer to them, which would save them some money in the long run, I guess, with, with shipping. You can kind of explain that maybe the advantages of that. I'm assuming that. Um, where your locations are, but uh, tell us a little bit. I know you're over the, the location there in uh, in Texas, but tell us a little bit about the history of Woodtex. Um, I, I know that uh, y'all make a lot of other things other than coops, which I'm assuming y'all made a lot 
longer before you started making coops, but but uh, saw that there was a big movement. Maybe someone within the company owned chickens, and a lot of times that's how that starts as well. But tell us a little bit about Woodtex and the history of uh, Woodtex products, and then kind of, uh, kind of got started making coops. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Andy, we um, we the company started uh, last year. We celebrated our 30th anniversary. So, like you said, we've uh, we've been in business. We built quite a few other things, but. Uh, 30 years ago, we started off building storage sheds in upstate New York, and uh, we've evolved from that 30 years ago to today making chicken coops and uh, horse barns and garages, um, all the way up to you know 150 or 200 thousand uh, dollar modular homes that we can live in year round. Um, so we've uh, we've really been blessed. We've we've just uh, we've got just we're, we're we're always we always feel so special. We've got some of the best customers in the world. And um, not only that, we have some of the best people on our team that we get to work with every day. So, um, but as far as chicken coops goes, we, like you mentioned, we uh, we do have several different locations around the country. Um, like I said, the company started 30 years ago in upstate New York, so that's um, that's where our our biggest location is, our biggest manufacturing location. It's right there in the Finger Lakes area. Um, right there close to Lake Cuca. So if you know that area, you've probably heard of Woodtex before. They've been uh, serving the uh, the area there for, for a long time. Uh, so we ship out from that plant all over uh, New York, obviously. We get into Pennsylvania. We go up to Maine, all the, um, you know, New Hampshire, all the, uh, the New England states up through there. Then we also go, um, you know, north and west, Michigan and Ohio. And um, and really, with our with our company, we um, regardless of where you are in the uh, in the United States, we'll we'll get the product to you. Um, obviously, there is shipping costs in, involved if you're on the West Coast or if you're somewhere pretty far from us there. So, uh, am I coming through okay, Andy? Absolutely, loud and clear, no problem. So, I'm looking at the website right. now, and it looks like you uh, uh, New York, uh, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas. And and um, are those locations that are that are manufacturing uh, some coops that people can order from, or most of them are coming out of New York? That's correct. Yeah, you can you can go um, you can order from any of our manufacturing locations. We have uh, the one in New York, which is in Hemrod, New York, and then we also have a uh, location in South Carolina. Um, it's about uh, a couple hours outside of Atlanta, um, but a great location there in South Carolina. And we also uh, just opened up last year, we opened up this location in uh, Texas. It's close to Waco, so we're kind of in the central part of the state. Um, mm-hmm. So really excited about that. And then uh, this year we are opening up a location in Nashville. Uh, so really excited about that. So those are our physical locations. Um, we do also offer some of our products that you can buy online. Um, so if you're close by to one of those, those locations, you know, wherever you are in the in the country, you can um, you know find your closest uh, location. And um, you know, if it's too far for you to drive, give us a call and we'll put you a price together for um, you know whatever it is might be. But the thing is, with the chicken coops, is you're able to. Uh, we do have the chicken coop kits that you can order right online and be able to have those shipped right to your doorstep. Yeah, I'm there actually uh, right now. So would it be safe to say? And let me go back here a little bit. I'm looking at the kit now. Uh, you've got the, uh, the the coop style. You've got the Plymouth, uh, and you've got the Brahma, and you've got the coop kit. 
And apparently the Brahma and the Plymouth, they, they come in different sizes. And, uh, and the coop kit is that. The coop kit would make me think that uh, it's going to come to your door uh, unassembled but has everything that you need to put that coop together in your backyard. So uh, one would think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that if they buy the coop, uh, they can get either the, I guess, the Plymouth or the Brahma, but they're saving money on the shipping costs because it is uh, it's everything they need to uh, build it in their backyard, not a completely built coop. Am I right on that or not? Or not? <laughs> yeah, you're you're exactly right, Andy. Yeah, and, and the cool thing is, is the way we've designed them is whether you know you're, it's the first day you're you're running a screw gun or, or a hammer, or you've been doing it for 20 or 30 years. You know, really anybody can put those together. They're so simple uh, to put together. But you know, the walls are, are pre-painted already. Your trim's painted. Uh, everything's right there for you. So we've got uh, good instructions. Uh, that are spelled out step-by-step step on how to put it together. So um, it assembles in about uh, two to three hours. depends on if you want to grab your neighbor or buddy to come over and help you. But um, it, it goes together pretty quick, goes together really nice, and, and it's just a uh, the wonderful little product to be able to, uh, to have in your backyard to get started raising chickens. Okay, and I, I'm guessing that it's going to come with everything. I mean, I have to basically provide my provide my uh, cordless screwdriver, uh, which I, I'm guessing would be the, the most optimum uh, piece of equipment that I need. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to guess it comes with uh, all the screws and all the, the latches, everything like that, and, and, and good instructions uh, uh, in English for me to be able to figure out how to put these together. That's right. You're exactly right. You know, um, the, the latches are there. Um, the screws are all there. Everything that you need to put it together is there. And, you know, I, I don't know how, how you like putting things together, Andy, but sometimes, um, you know, sometimes you order things from companies and, and you got a screw missing or this or that. And we really uh, try to uh, be very detailed about everything to make sure that um, everything's in there that you need to uh, to be able to, by the end of the day, uh, be able to have your, your hens uh, inside the chicken coop. Yeah, I've got kids, so I know that uh, preparing for birthdays or Christmas or, or even special occasions when, when they get a toy or something, uh, that, that you know, some, assembly require, assembly, some assembly required can be a daunting task for, uh, for mom and dad, and you're right. And so I've had it where I've opened up in, in the directions uh, were, were in a completely different language, so that didn't help me at all. And then the pictures really weren't detailed, and I'm thinking, well, do I turn it this way or this way? And but the, it just says, you know, piece A, but it's the piece isn't marked A, but it looks like, you know, uh, piece C. And so, yeah, I think we've all been there with, with the uh, trials and tribulations of uh, putting things together. So uh, I wanted to make sure that that was clear. I noticed also on your website you've got a price uh, price calculator that I can, for example, just click on very, very simply. And then um, if I had better Internet access to take me over there. And it goes over to the – I can actually uh, drop a box down and, and pick out whatever coop I may be interested in, 4x6, 6x6, 6x10, 8x10, the Brahma 5x6, and I just kind of choose my coop and then uh, put in my zip code. And, and get kind of a general idea of what what that coop's going to to cost me uh, before for uh, I make the order, and then of course I can always uh, add maybe some things to it if I want, maybe some upgrades or, or this that. And of course, uh, following up with with uh, phone calls, be good. But you know what? I'm assuming that y'all would uh, paint specific colors if they wanted. Oh, here's the here's the paint code for my house. Do y'all, do y'all get that? That's exactly right. Yeah. 
Yeah, show, you can. So you, you can get right in there and, and get yourself uh, an estimated price, uh, pick out your colors, your size. Uh, we try to make it as, as user-friendly as possible. And, and uh, if you're wondering what the website is, it's uh, woodtext.com. So just type in uh, woodtext.com and uh, should pop right up there. Then go to our uh, chicken coop uh, section, and uh, that's where we're, we're talking right now. Yeah, thanks for that. www.woodtext.com. And then, uh, yeah, click on that on the chicken coops. And you can see, uh, I'm looking at that first picture there. There's a young lady uh, holding a uh, chicken in front of a really a big, beautiful coop. She's got the big thumbs up. Obviously, it looks like it may have just been delivered to her homestead. And uh, tell us, uh, because if, if people go to Google or their popular search engine and typed in chicken coops. Man, I'm telling you, there, there will be, because the, the, the hobby is so hot, it's been hot for a decade, um, and, and, and everybody's saying, hey, I, I, I can, you know, uh, you know I, want to, I can feel I can provide a good product for this, and whether it's a chicken toy or a chicken treat or feed or coops or books or whatever it may be. Tell us, I mean, I mean, they'll, they'll see things, oh, I, I can buy this on Amazon even, or I can buy this uh, box and it's shipped right, right from China, or uh, these are made in America, and um, tell us what, uh, just for our listeners today, because they do have a choice like everything else we may purchase, what's going to set um, Woodtex products aside from from other coops that are out Sure, absolutely, Andy. Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, we love getting that question. Um, you know, we we I guess I guess the, the first the first thing that we'd say is it's not our first rodeo. I mean, as far as being in the building industry, we've been uh, we've been building buildings since 1983, and so um, you know, if, if you've been doing something for for 30 years, you you start to figure out. Uh, some things, and, and you know a little bit more than you did when you first started. So uh, having a good knowledge base um, is is something that we really pride ourselves in. And then we also really try to do our research on putting a design together on the chicken coop that is really functional, um, that that really serves you well, and gives you the options that you need to keep your, uh, your hens safe, make it easy for you to raise backyard hens, um, and uh, try to make it as efficient and um, – and user-friendly as possible. Um, so um, we really try to put a lot of thought into the design, and then also we really pride ourselves in our team. You know, we we really pride ourselves in giving you the best experience in the business. So um, sometimes you go to the you know you go to the supermarket or you do business with with businesses, and it just seems like they don't really care about you as a customer. And you'll never you'll never have that happen at Woodtex. Every time you call. Um, it's our goal to make you feel, you know, like a real person and uh, listen and, and make sure that you get the exact coop that you want, whether you want it customized to match your other buildings on your farm or you want it customized to match your house. Um, we can do all kinds of customization. So um, that's another thing that really sets us apart from other companies is the customization side of things. So uh, really in short, Andy, I would say it's the experience. Uh, the personalization um, of the service that we offer, and we really want to build a relationship with you. You know, we're not just interested in selling you a coop and, and never seeing you again. You know, we love to connect with people online and so on social media, on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and we love seeing uh, we love seeing your flock as it grows. So we love when our customers send us pictures of their of their flock as it grows, or the first time they have their new, uh, or the first time that their hens are laying their their first egg. Uh, it's exciting for us as well. So. Uh, we're interested in, in in a relationship and not just um, selling you a, a coop to uh, and move it on to the next person. 
I'm at your site now uh, looking at some of the standard features and available uh, app, uh, options and add-ons. And uh, Tell us about this uh, glass board floor. It looks like that's a registered trademark glass board floor. Tell us about that. Sure. Um, that is one of the options that we offer uh, for our chicken coop. So um, one of the things that we found is that uh, putting the glass board floor in, it's, uh, it's kind of a vinyl product. Actually, a lot of times what you'll see is um, you'll see a lot of restaurants using glass board uh, paneling on the walls of their restaurant so that they can clean their, you know, clean their kitchen out easier without uh, having to damage the drywall that's behind it. And so we kind of use it for the same purpose. You know, obviously we don't put drywall on our chicken coops, but we use it to protect the floor plywood. And so you have the option of um, adding that onto your chicken coop floor. And it's a literally uh, what it allows you to do is take your water hose and squirt out your chicken coop. You uh, stand, you know, you stand on one end of the chicken coop uh, by the man door. You take your water hose and you're squirting out your, your coop and uh, everything's washing out your the other door on the other side of the of the coop where your chicken run is. And so um, it really allows you to, to keep your coop clean without having to worry about um, water damaging your, your plywood floor of your coop. Okay, awesome. I'm familiar with that now that you've talked about it and described it. I'm absolutely uh, familiar with that product. So, uh, yep, I'm very familiar. Um, and, of course, yeah, it's really available. Yeah, and like I said, when, when you're cleaning out that coop and just um, bring it, you know, cleaning it up, yeah, perfect. Available add-ons here, we've got, of course, the removable droppings tray. And, of course, we know we talked earlier uh, about the coops being on that roost for many hours at a time. And uh, that's where the majority of the droppings are going to be under that, uh, under the roost. And so uh, the uh, removable droppings tray under the roost to help uh, your regular cleanup uh, with ease. The, um, uh, tell us about the electrical package, Duratemp siding, and, of course, the electrical package someone might choose. Sure. Well, the Duratemp siding is a, uh, it's a siding option that you can choose. It's, um, it's what we use standard on our storage sheds, and uh, it's a uh, half-inch thick uh, plywood product that's made out of the, um, uh, the real, real plywood, so it's not the OSB particle board. It's made out of real plywood, and then it has a veneer on the face of it um, as well as as well as a design, so it kind of looks like T111. Uh, so I don't know if, if if you're familiar with T111, but it has that design, has the groove every eight inches, um, and uh, however it's a lot a lot higher quality product than a T111. Um, but that uh, that would be your siding that you would use um, for the for the building. Uh, for the coop, and and if you start looking at pictures online, or you know if you're following us on Instagram or or Facebook, um, you can tell the difference pretty quick. So uh, we have that option as a siding option. Then you also have the option of doing the board and batten uh, siding, which is uh, which is really great as well. The Duratemp is a little bit cheaper, uh, a little bit easier and faster for us to put on, so it lessens the cost of the coop a little bit. Uh, it's a great product, uh, and then if you want more of the uh, you want more of a rustic farming look, the uh, board and batten is an excellent option. Does that make sense? Okay, great. Um, and then um, it says here automatic, uh, the door, is that something that you all manufacture or get from a, uh, a separate manufacturer that you then install on the coops? Yeah, that's right. We we do not manufacture those. We get that from a separate manufacturer, um, and those are those are a lot of fun. We have two different options. We have a deluxe um, a deluxe option which runs off the solar panel, and then we have another option that's a little less uh, a little, little less money, and that one is operated off a battery. 
but both are both are operated off of uh, daylight, um, so they open up in the morning as the sun comes up and, and close at night as the sun goes down. Okay, great. The electrical package is a good option if you. No, go ahead, Any. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish up with oh, that. Gonna, with that I was going to say the electrical package is a great option if you want to um, put a little light in your, um, you know, in your chicken coop. Um, I know, um, you know, sometimes in, in cold climates, depending on where you are, you may want some heat um, in your in your chicken coop during the winter, and so uh, especially when you have baby chicks. So we can put an electrical plug uh, inside the uh, chicken coop that's safe that that you don't have to worry about your, your chickens getting shocked or anything like that, so it's all safe. Uh, but it, it allows it to, to, to take care of your chickens uh, very efficiently and, and easily. Yeah, or if someone, again, for, for folks that may have uh, coops up in the winter area, they may have a waterer, because uh, folks know about my opinion, you know, if you choose to heat your coop, use use a safer That's heater, right. like the uh, sweeter heater uh, um, exactly. for, for your coop. Um, and so you've got you've already got the... Uh, the electrical package with the coop if you choose that are up in the winter months uh people may not choose they may want a, a chicken waterer um heater to keep their water thawed for absolutely cold. So that would be an option absolutely. there absolutely very very good yeah and if you want to um, put a light on the outside of your chicken coop it's great for that too uh, if you want to kind of light up the area to just additionally help with keeping predators at bay um that's that's great for that too okay yeah i, I um a motion sensor light or something like that. I That's right. People will have that installed. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I see wheels, and so I'm assuming that y'all have a wheel package. If someone wanted to make one of your coops into a a movable coop slash tractor, if they chose to do that. That's right. Yeah, those and those are really cool. You can put them on the Brahma style coop, or you can add them onto the uh, Plymouth um, style uh, coop, um, and you can you can pretty much put them on any coop. Um, now, obviously, if you were to, to, to choose a really large coop, you know, let's say a 6x12 or a 6x14 or something big like that, um, it, the, the building would be a little too heavy for the tires. But generally speaking, we can add the um, coop options to any of our uh, Brahma-style coops or the Plymouth-style coops. And very simple. It, it just uh, they attach to your chicken coop, and you're able to pull your chicken coop around the yard if you you know, if you want your, your hands to, to graze at different areas around the yard, it's perfect for that. It comes with a handle, um, and the front tires turn, you know, left or right, so you can take it anywhere you want to go. Um, it's really, really efficient. Awesome. And then last here, under available add-ons or options, um, you talk about a chicken run. Now, I know I, 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 would, I would guess that probably the majority of folks that are, that are buying um, uh, this type of coop probably have uh, they've built their own run. They, they take the fencing, the welded wire fencing, they've buried it hopefully 18 inches deep for different predators, things like that, and they've, they've built mm-hmm. their run, and then uh, they set this coop inside, and then, of course, maybe they have poultry netting to perfect, protect from aerial predators and things, but um, I'm sure that people need to, to look and see. Say, okay, I can get a quote from Woodtex. Uh, let's say I want a run that's um, uh, 10 by 20, and you can give me an idea of what that run, will, I guess, would be that would attach to my coop that I'm ordering. And then they can compare that to what the cost would be on building and, and the labor involved uh, and time involved in building their own run, say, around the coop, getting the poultry netting, things like that, versus having an attached run. And I guess they could customize what size they would want. You could custom build that, and that attaches to either, any, any coop that you actually purchase. Is that how that works? 
That's correct. You're absolutely right. Yep. Yes, okay. it's a it's a great option to uh, to um, allow your your hens to be outside um, and still be protected. You know, we it's it's uh, it has the um, the netting all the way around at the wiring, and uh, just a great safe option to allow your hens to graze outside without having to worry about um, you know your dog or, or anything like that getting to them or any other, you know, animal that might be around. But, yes, it doesn't like attach directly to the side of the chicken coop. Okay. On, on obviously on the side of the door where the, the top door is where they can uh, come on out and enjoy it. And I, guess, I would guess That's the right. uh, human door to go in and clean would be on the, on the outside of that. So, and then, and then the thing there is you don't actually have to enter into the run to, to gather those eggs every day. The coop is outside of the run itself. You can walk up to it. You can gather those eggs without having access into the, into the run itself because it sits off to the side. Um, you can go in and, and clean that coop or, or, or check on your birds or do whatever you need to do in the coop because the human door, if you will, is on the opposite side of the uh, of the chicken door or the pot door where the chickens are coming out into actual the run. So there's a lot of benefits of that versus maybe having building your own run around uh, the coop. Say your run's 20 by 20, you set the scoop in the center. So, uh, there, you know, people need to factor that in say, okay, do I have the time? Do I have the know-how? Do I have the and, and factor in cost of uh, the fence posts and the roll of fencing and the cost of the ditch witch to dig the ditch so you can bury that fencing 18 inches deep? Uh, and then a gate, mm-hmm. some type of gate you're going to have to manufacture or make or purchase for that. Um, and then... Um, uh, if you're going to have, you know, a wood fence or not, or if you're just going to use the wire, and then what type of, what are you going to use above to protect from predators from above, your hawks, your owls, and your falcons and things? Are you going to use poultry netting? Uh, do you want that poultry netting high enough where you can walk into the run without bending over so when it's time to maintain the run and clean the poop? So it's just something to think about um, uh, when you're actually making the purchase. Factor in all those costs involved, labor and time, right, and building, a, a, I would say, call it a traditional run versus uh, getting a, an estimate from Woodtex about a, a run that uh, have, you know, 10 by 20 or 10 by 10 or whatever you wanted, and then, and then at least compare price because uh, it, may, it may be, I have no clue, it may be a lot more affordable, it may not, but when you factor in time and running a ditch witch and things like that, uh, I, know, I know there there are folks out there um, that, you know, they want to leave at 6 in the morning to go to work, and when they come back at 6 in the evening, they want that Instaflock in their backyard. They're willing to pay for that. They want to leave right. in the morning. When they come home, there's a coop, they're laying hens, there's a run, there's everything done for them, uh, just like uh, uh, landscape companies. You know, they want to leave from work. When they come back, they want the instant landscape in the front and the back of the side yard. They're willing to pay for that. And... Um, so there's there's that folks that that you want that, that may not be so uh, so so uh, handy if you or even have the tools if they if they wanted to do that and time time is a big factor with people's work schedules so uh, I right. definitely ask ask our folks to to at least think about the size of the run you might want and and get an estimate for that because and then estimate truly apples to apples uh, the wiring the ditch witch rental or the time digging the holes and the bearing of the fence and then the gate and then the fence posts and then the netting or whatever you're going to use above to actually uh, uh, to, to keep them safe from aerial predators. And, and then just get it. Get it. I wouldn't even begin to, to know um, what, what the uh, comparison would be, but it's something I would encourage all of our listeners to do. If you're going to go that route, maybe a, uh, a more affordable um, solution than doing it yourself and it'll save you a lot of time and effort and backache uh, digging the uh, trenches to bury that fence. So it's one of those things. So so very, very good. Um, look, you know, we've yeah. come up 
Uh, it's, it's been an hour. We've come up to the 3 o'clock hour, so I'm going to take a, a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll, um, uh, we'll kind, of, kind of slowly wrap it up. I'll let you share any other information you may have about the company, about the coop, specific, something I may have forgotten to ask, which there always is something. Uh, after the show is over, I'm like, oh, I should have asked them that, I should have asked them that. So um, that, that type of thing. But uh, we will do that. It's going to be a short commercial break. We'll be back. We're talking uh, with Travis with Wood Tech's products. You can visit them online at www.woodtex.com, and we will return after this short break from our sponsors. Don't go away. Pictures of chickens on aprons are common across America, but picture a chicken wearing an apron, and you'll probably get a good chuckle. Laugh if you must, but nothing protects hens better than the Hen Saver Hen Apron. Hen Saver Hen Aprons protect your hens from the damage caused by an overly affectionate rooster and may even provide protection from an unexpected hawk attack. Hen Savers come in several different sizes to fit both bantam and standard sized hens and roosters. Colors include camo, denim, navy, brown, khaki or black, and soon pink. Crazy K Farm is expanding its already colorful hen saver collection to include the color pink. A portion of their sales will be donated to organizations that fund breast cancer research and awareness. Order your hen saver aprons today at hensaver.com. That's hensaver.com. Ware Manufacturing has been building quality hutches since 1983. Ware manufactures modern chicken hutches, barns, pens, and nest boxes designed especially for the backyard flock. Ware offers hutches and pens for every yard size and every chicken keeper's budget. Visit their website at waremfginc.com. That's W-A-R-E-M-F-G-I-N-C.com. Or call them to find a retailer near you at one 888 824-7257 Ware Manufacturing McMurray Hatchery is the world's oldest and largest rare breed hatchery. They have been providing their customers quality poultry since 1917 and have more than 110 different breeds to choose from. Be sure to sign up for their weekly special email at mcmurrayhatchery.com and receive a $5 internet exclusive coupon to use on your first internet order. McMurray Hatchery, the world's largest and oldest rare breed hatchery. Hey, it's the Chicken Whisperer here, and I would like to take a moment to tell you all about the great chicken coops over at Woodtex Products. Woodtex Products manufactures, sells, and delivers chicken coops nationwide. They have been in the building business for over 31 years, so they know their stuff. Their chicken coops are built to last and withstand any type of weather. They're portable, durable, stylish, and come in many different sizes. Their chicken coops can be purchased fully assembled or as kits. Check out Woodtex products online at www.woodtex.com and see for yourself what all the clucking is about. Order a chicken coop in April or May and receive $175 in upgrades for free. 
Remember, that's www.woodtex.com. Alrighty, thank you very much for staying with us today. If you missed any portion of today's show, no worries. The show will be archived for your listening pleasure, of course, for free at many places, iTunes.com, Podcast.com, Zoom.com, and, of course, probably the easiest, right here at BlogTalkRadio.com. We've been talking with Travis Beachy with Wood Tex Products. He's the general manager over there at their Texas location. Uh, so, Travis, uh, just uh, let me know if, if I forget to ask any questions that I meant to, you know, anything like that. What, uh, anything else you'd like to talk about regarding the foods or, uh, or, or just talking about your company and kind of advantages, anything like that. And, of course, your website again and, and how to get in contact. Yeah, absolutely, Andy. You actually brought up a good point earlier on in the show when you were talking about, you know, people's time and, and um, you know, you mentioned something about, you know, we, we can all probably mow our own yard, but yet we, you know, we hire it out and get people to do it for us. And, um, you know, we have a lot of folks that, um, you know, could build their own chicken coop and, um, you know, to, to be able to really do it right, they realize pretty quick that it's just as fast to have someone build it for them. Um, and that's really uh, the, the fun part of where we come in, um, being able to have you guys call us up and, and order exactly what you want. We show up um, and uh, we, we deliver it, get it right in the spot where you want it, and then when we leave, you're ready to move your ready to move your uh, your hens back in. So you can keep your keep your weekends and keep your evenings to yourself. You don't have to worry about um, you know going to work from eight to five and then coming home and, and working on your coop yet because it'll be there. Um, and it'll be um, it'll be it'll be right there for you, and and uh, you don't have to worry about um, spending the extra time. And some people like that, you know. Some people are handy, and, and if you're handy and you want to do that, I'd say definitely go for it. But for those that um, those that that aren't uh, so handy, you know, we we love serving those kind of people or people that don't have the time. That's uh, that's where we love to come in and add value. Uh, yeah, but definitely. Yeah, I was going to say, I always say, you know, if you have the skill and the tools, that, that's the key. You, you may have the skills, but not the tools, and tools just make that job so much easier if you have the right tools <laughs> to do it. Uh, but what a great family project. Uh, uh, again, you know, you, you've spent time picking out your poultry, your chickens, um, and, and, and really getting ready and researching and things. This is just, it would be another great family product we share with folks, but um, a lot of people are, are not. They're they are going online, they're visiting folks, and they're they buying these coops, having delivered them right to their front door. Uh, there's a lot of people doing that. I have, I, uh, I do not have the skill nor the tools to build my own uh, chicken coop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we, you know, we all have strengths and weaknesses, and, and uh, you know, my, my wife doesn't really care for me to do the plumbing at our house. Uh, she feels <laughs> more comfortable with someone else doing it. So, um, you know, what uh, if you're not comfortable building your own, we, we'd love to be there and, and help you with that. Um, one of the things that I wanted to highlight, too, Andy, is our blog. Um, we have, um, if you go to woodtex.com slash blog, um, we've got some really great articles on there on some extreme coop makeovers that we've done in the past uh, three months. Um, just some really great stories of people that we've served here in Texas and in Tennessee and um, South Carolina and really all over the country. Um, people that have uh, upgraded from their from their old dilapidated coops to a woodtex chicken coop and uh, just kind of their story. So uh, if you have an extra minute, hop over there to woodtext.com slash blog and check out some of those stories, some really great pictures and uh, some stories on some different people, uh, just like yourself, who are raising backyard chickens that are, um, that are uh, uh, upgrading to the Woodtext chicken coops. 
That's awesome. What a great story. Yep, and they uh, they can go and, and access that via the www.woodtext.com. So uh, very good. You know, we really appreciate you uh, being on today uh, with us, Travis, and uh, great, great information, uh, great company, 30 years in the business, so we all are no stranger to uh, uh, craftsmanship, that's for sure. And I invite people to check out the website and, and, and get an estimate. And uh, don't forget to uh, uh, follow up the phone call about the uh, the cost of the runs because that might be an option for you, which may end up being more affordable than actually doing it yourself. So uh, very good information. And uh, thank you very much for joining us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. We do appreciate it. Absolutely, Andy. Well, it was a complete honor uh, being here, and we really appreciate what you're doing for the for the backyard poultry community, and, and we love uh, we love what you're doing. So uh, if we can be any part of, of your dream of having backyard poultry, you know, for any of your listeners, we'd love to help. Um, hit us up on our website at woodtext.com, or you can always um, check us out on Facebook as well as Twitter and uh, Instagram to see pictures of projects we're doing around the country. Very good. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Alrighty, that's going to wrap up another episode of Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. We appreciate you tuning in. Remember yesterday we had Peter Brown, the chicken doctor, on talking about eggshell quality. This Thursday we're going to have uh, poultry scientist and professor Dr. McCray, uh, Dr. Bridget McCray, on. She'll be joining us this Thursday. I'm not sure of the topic. I'll be looking it up. And, of course, I'll post it on Facebook. So you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the chicken whisperer. And uh, there will not be a show tomorrow. We actually will be on the road traveling from one location to the other, but we'll return back on Thursday again with poultry scientist and professor Dr. McCray. So again, thank you very much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed today's show. We thank Travis for coming on from Wood Text Products. Again, visit them online, www.woodtext.com. And uh, hey, we'll see you next time. God bless everybody. Ha <laughs> ha